99.1 The Sports Animal breaks down the beautiful game. Benchmark Physical Therapy brings you the starting 11. Will West and Chris Carroll bring you the top 11 topics in the world of association football each week. Now, let's go to the studio for the starting 11. Animal Benchmark Physical Therapy makes it happen. Will West, Chris Carroll, every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, we break down the top 11 points in the world of soccer. Well, I am Will West, co-host of the starting lineup. Every morning you can hear me, 99.1 The Sports Animal. Chris Carroll, my co-host, joins me now from Carroll Sports Academies. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm great, thanks, mate. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Match week 27 last week. It was a doozy. We finally got through the winter break. Got to a full slate of matches again. And a lot of talking points that we need to get to. Point number one this week, Arsenal wins again. Big victory over Everton over the weekend, 3-2. to two. They're the only team that hasn't lost in 2020. So I'll ask you, Chris. Can Arsenal get back into a Champions League spot right now? They're looking good again, aren't they? They're, they're look, it's looking promising for them. Going forward, they look great. So to answer your question, the way the teams immediately above them are going, yes, they can. Yeah. If they put a run together, they can. They look a little bit iffy at the back still. But the young guys they got and the, the blend that they've got going forward from midfield uh, well and the outside backs are looking good getting forward. So I think they've got as good a chance as anybody now, really. It's pretty wide open, though. Now, one, you're adding the extra Champions League spot because of Manchester City, at least their presumed uh, suspension that they're going to have from from Champions League play next year. There's also just a matter of do you trust Tottenham right now? Do you trust Sheffield United right now? The Wolves maybe seem to have gotten some things figured out, so maybe that's a team Mm. uh, that can get it done. Chelsea now going with the second striker, I think, has been something that's been helpful with them. And Man United, do you trust them? So it seems like Arsenal, not that far back. They're just four back of United in fifth place. Seven points back of Chelsea in fourth place, depending on the Man City appeal. Also say this, look at their next matches coming up. West Ham, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich, a uh, a matchup with Man City during that time. But in their next five matches, West Ham, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich, yeah. that's a chance to make up a lot of ground on that table, isn't it? That's four winnable games for them, and that yeah. can make a huge difference with, with, the, um, with the teams spluttering above them especially yeah and they're hitting their form just at the right time and um there's a few teams rebuilding there but it looks like they're getting it together we'll see how it goes but if you can get let's say of those four games you can get nine points out of that Mm -hmm. right and you take a loss to man city that's not bad three wins and a draw you can get that out of those four games and they're all four winnable you're talking about arsenal being right back in this conversation even though they sit ninth on the table right now despite not having lost the entire year Point number two, Jose Mourinho says he can't wait for July 1st. Here's what Jose had to say after they'd lost to Chelsea over the weekend. Proud of the boys. They fought until the last second for the result. And I cannot ask more from them, especially people like Lucas, Celso, Bergwin, these boys that are playing every minute and trying to do miracles in positions that are not their positions. I, I cannot complain. Again, I repeat, and I think I'm going to be repetitive I would love to be on the 1st of July. I would love to be in preseason. I would love to be working with, with Harry Kane, with Sissoko, with Sonny. But that's not possible. And we have three long months to go. All right, Chris, you heard uh, from Jose Mourinho there. Is Tottenham so devoid of talent that they can't compete because of injuries? No, I don't think so. I think he's sending them. He's been, he's, he's been, well, he's trying to be cute. I think he's sending a message out to the chairman, Daniel Levy. 
to say that he he needs more players and and what he's got um, isn't enough and the players that he's got aren't enough. But that's a dangerous game because he might be sending out the wrong message to his players there. Yeah. Unless he's talked to them and told them what he's doing and, and he's saying, look, ignore what I'm saying to the to the media. If he hasn't, then the players might start believing him and um, heads heads might drop and, and it could really backfire and, on him. And it's a team we've already watched quit on one manager this season. That's Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they they, they have. And um, they could easily do it again. And he's playing a, he's playing a dangerous game there. And um, with Deli Ali, uh, what he's doing with him, he looks like he's trying to make a point there. And and I don't know if Deli Ali's the right guy to do that with. Yeah, I, I don't either. Look, Tottenham, to me, still has more talent, even with the injuries. Still has more talent than two-thirds of the table. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Lucas Moura last year, had 10 goals in Premier League play, yep. right? They paid £55 million for Ndamale. They paid £30 million for uh, Bergwijn. Loceslo has played incredibly well. Yes, because of the injuries up front, you're going to have to get help from your midfield, but you've got the mm-hmm. midfield players that can do that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, well, you have, and these players, they don't become bad players all of a sudden. Like you say, what Mora did last at the end of last season was unbelievable. He stepped into Harry Kane's shoes and um, in the Champions League, and he, he did fantastically well, and in the league. So all of a sudden, these guys can't play and they're not worth anything to you. I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I'm not either. And look, Deli Alley's still an elite player. And so you were maximizing him for a short window. And now all of a sudden, it seems like you're right. He's trying to, to you know, teach him a lesson in some way, shape, or form. It worked with Lucheslo. It did. Like, and Gio Lucheslo's playing incredibly, probably it, the best player on the pitch playing right well now. now, isn't he? Yeah. For, for, for uh, Tottenham. Bergwijn's playing very well. Coming in, yeah. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Mora for for the most part, but that's a guy who's been very good. I've seen in the past. It almost seems like look that Aston Villa match, twenty seven shots on goal is mm-hmm. what I think they had. What they did was go back to Pochettino style of play, and this team that's how they win and that's how they play well is when they're when they're attacking, when they're pressing high, when they're yeah. doing those things. And if you expect them to win from the back, they and have four shots on four shots, seven shots like they had against mm-hmm. Chelsea. They're just going to lose. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, and I know Mourinho has his style of play that he wants, and he's trying to implement that right now, but you have to choose. Do you want to play your style and lose, or do you want to kind of mix your style with Pochettino's style, and, and you can beat teams? Yeah, I think you've, you've got to look at what players you've got and play to their style. It's no good saying we're going to play this way if you haven't got the, the players to suit that style. And um, the, the players that Spurs have got right now, they, they're great attacking players that look like they can all interchange in different parts of the field. Like you say, Lacelso, he's, he's playing. He's playing great. He's lucky to stay on the field, but he's playing. Yeah. He's playing some good stuff. All right, there has been a claim that Mourinho's trying to deflect blame onto himself and away from the players. Are you buying that at all? No, no, I'm. I'm really not. I think he's he's looking to um, make excuses. He's lining his excuses up. I think. I really think he's trying to get at the chairman. I agree, uh, and to get some money. But like I say, it could be. Surely, if you're doing that, you get the guys together and you say, look, ignore, I'm right with you, players. Ignore what I'm saying. We're, we're still strong. We're going. I've got faith in you. This is a message for the for, for the chairman. And, and I think it is a message to Levy. And I think they're going to see a war kind of happen in the, in yeah. the offseason between Levy and Mourinho. Mourinho wanting to spend money. Levy wanting to act like he's my grandmother at a yard sale back <laughs> in the 90s. And that's kind of what we're going to have between the two of them uh, yeah. going on this summer. And I agree with you. I think it is about sending that message to Daniel uh, Daniel Levy, and the, there's not many managers won that battle. No, no, no. We, we've watched we've watched one leave recently because <laughs> yeah, he, right. he was unable to win that battle. Yeah. Point number three: Bundesliga forwards dominating the game. Timo Werner, Erling Holland, huge weeks in Champions League play last week. Are they the best two strikers in football right now? In your opinion, they could well be. Yeah, for the sheer numbers of goals they've scored this season, they look really good. Holland, especially, he's. 
40 oh. goals in all matches this this yeah. season for Holland. <laughs> and he's, he's 19. 19. No, no. And he's six foot four. <laughs> six foot four, 19 years of age, and he's got it all. If you've if you've watched it, well, I know you've watched his, you've seen his goals. He doesn't just score headers or long range. He does it all. Yeah. He, he, all of his goals are all different, and he's unbelievably fast. Yeah. For a six foot four guy. He's also his work rate's ridiculous for a striker, yeah. defensively and offensively. No, no. I mean, he just seems to every never takes any possession off at any point in time. He, I uh, know, he, he's he's an unbelievable player. Six foot four. Apparently, when he was fifteen, he was about five foot four. Oh and my god! Yeah, and he just had this um, this unbelievable growth spurt. Yeah. What what really disappoints me is he was born in England. He could have played for England. Yeah, he's chosen Norway. <laughs> so I'm really fed up about that. Well, what kind of but, player was his father? Did he play at Forest and uh, for a couple of teams? He, he as was well. steady. Yeah. He was steady, but he wasn't prolific. Um, he wasn't prolific like uh, like his son is. And his father had a he had a run in and he had his career ended by um, by Roy Keane, Man United. Yeah. So apparently he hates Manchester United. Erling Haaland, the the young guy, he supports Leeds. He was born in Leeds. His dad played for Leeds. So um, if Leeds go up, I imagine he's going to go to Leeds. (laughs) I could see him going to Leeds. I really could. Not to take anything away from Holland, but I think right now he's kind of flavor of the week a little bit in the yep. world of soccer that everyone's just so amazed with what he is doing. And rightfully so, again, 40 goals in all competitions, 16 and 14 matches for Dortmund, which is crazy. Uh, Timo Werner, though, 21 goals and 23 appearances yeah. in Bundesliga this year. That's just been unreal. And as a Tottenham fan, we got to see him up front uh, close and personal yeah. again with uh, Red Bull Leipzig uh, just last week in the Champions League. He's playing unbelievably well. It's, it seems like it um, in the Premier League right now. We have Vardy that you would call uh, a legitimate striker in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, it's Aubameyang who plays on the wing and right. Salah who plays on the wing that are leading in goals scored. Uh, but as far as guys right in front of the net, I don't know that these two aren't the two best that are out there, especially with Vardy kind of falling off a little bit over the last month and a half to two months. Yeah, well, Werner, he's what, in his uh, in his 20s, yeah. age-wise, and he scored 20-odd goals. Yeah, uh, a lot of season. rumors linking him to Liverpool next year, which is exactly what we all want to see, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against the Liverpool fans. But, oh, man. no, wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah, yeah just another one. Yeah, he and he's been doing it a while. Um, he's the old man of the, of the two that we're talking about at 23. Liverpool is sniffing around him, so um, let's hope that doesn't work out. Man United back-to-back EPL games for the second time this season. Are the Red Devils the team to beat for the finals Champions League spot? We break it down next, starting starting 11, 99-1, the sports animal. Workday payday is making listeners $1,000 richer four times a day. It's all about the money. Oh, no way. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. We're making thousandaires. Hi, I'm Mike. This is Deborah. Hi, I'm Ben. And I just won $1,000. $1,000. Workday payday has your money at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. Set your reminders and don't miss your chance to win on 99.1 The Sports Animal. Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Lenore City, Powell, Hardin Valley, and two locations on Chapman Highway. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? 
These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from $184,000 to $600,000. They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville. Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. Guys, I'm just going to say erectile dysfunction once. You may think the days of having an active, fulfilling love life are over, but that's because you hadn't caught the wave. Regardless of how old you are, medical history, whatever, WaveTech Medical can put an end to your erectile dysfunction and get you back in the game. There's no surgery, no needles, no constantly taking pills and crossing your fingers. WaveTech Medical uses proven, advanced acoustic wave technology to restore sexual vitality. WaveTech Medical's U.S. patented medical technology delivering unprecedented results by regenerating blood vessels, and erectile tissue with short in-office sessions. It's drug-free, surgery-free, needle-free. Call and set up a consultation today at 865-761-4401 or visit wavetechmedical.com, wavetechmedical.com. Revolutionary, proven, and patented treatment. Simple, effective, no side effects or risks involved. Wave Tech Medical in Bearden at the Meridian Trust Building. I caught the wave. It's time for you to catch the wave. Wavetechmedical.com. Marvin Gaye recorded one of the greatest albums of all time, the socially conscious What's Going On. It elevated the Motown star to a new level, a path he continued on for the rest of his short life. We salute R&B superstar Marvin Gaye during Black History Month. Cumulus Media and the Sports Animal celebrate Black History Month 2020. When the wait for nacho fries is too much, two friends take matters into their own hands. Taco Bell won't keep nacho fries on the menu. We will. But will all the Mexican spices go to their heads? Because once you get a taste... Nacho fries are back! It's over! You'll always want more. Oh, we're just getting started. Taste the fries and warm nacho cheese sauce that inspired it all and get your nacho fries today. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. And now, back to the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Online at benchmarkpt.com. Starting 11, Benchmark Physical Therapy brings it to you every single Wednesday night on 99.1, the sports animal, the top 11 points in the world of soccer each and every week. Will West, Chris Carroll here with you until 8 o'clock. We're at point number four right now, Chris, and that is Manchester United back-to-back EPL wins for the, just the second time this season. In your opinion, are the Red Devils the team to beat for that final Champions League spot? Not necessarily. 
I don't think they're firing on all cylinders just yet. I've watched Bruno Fernandes. He looks like he's slotted in like he's been playing there for years and he looks a good player. Deceptive because there doesn't look a lot to him. He's sort of spindly, but he, he's, a, he's a great player. And he's got them firing, but I think they're still, if they're relying on one guy, which they seem to be, because he seems to be the focal point of most good things that they're doing now. I know the goals are being shared around, but he seems to be playing, playing the guys in and um, having a big influence on how they play. It's a, he's a big part of their puzzle and, uh, for, for them to go the right way, but I'm not convinced that they're going to be the team who, uh, who, who gets that championship, Champions League spot yet. As much talent as they have, am I wrong? I just don't trust Solskjaer, and I don't understand, mm-hmm. frankly, why he still has that job. I don't believe that he can get this done. And let's be honest, if they're going to have to, if they're going to get the Champions League spot, they've got to earn it. Here's what comes up for the next four for them. Everton, Man City, Tottenham, Sheffield United. Yeah, and they're unpredictable. You don't know some, from one game to the next. You don't yeah. know what they're going to be what they're going to be like. Yeah, They're not flowing. They seem a little disjointed still. They're getting there, like I say, but no, I don't think, I don't think they, uh, they're nailed on yet. The one thing with Man United as well is, if you look at those four, and again, it's Everton, Man City, Tottenham, Sheffield, United. That's the next four matches for Man United. But then they play Brighton, Bournemouth, and Villa. And the problem is, I, I'll buy that Solskjaer will have them dialed in for those first four matches. The problem with United this year has been that they drop one to the Brightons, the Bournemouths, and the Villas of the world. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, they end up with, between those three matches, four points somehow. Yeah. And we're all wondering, how in the world does this guy still have his job? Oh, no, yeah. And that, they seem to come off the gas when they play those games that they should be winning. Yeah. And then he starts looking sorry for himself, Solskjaer, and then, then he'll win a game and everything in the garden's rosy and he's a, he's a superstar again and he's a hero. I can't see him having his job at the end of the season. I can see it going going a little wrong for them. I also think that you have teams that are performing really, really well right behind them. And Sheffield United, who's a team that just, you, mm. you broke, you've broken it down the last couple of weeks. That is not a team that you can just discount, regardless of what's happened in the last few matches. No. Your Wolves seem to have figured something out, right? Oh, hallelujah. Seven goals the last two matches. Yeah, looking good. Look, <laughs> That is not bad. And it's a team that's been right there. They don't lose. But then now if no. they can, between Jota and um, Jimenez, if they can figure out how to put it in the net. Yeah, and yeah, they and they couldn't for a couple of games. And I thought I was jinxing them by backing them. So I backed off and I, I, um, <laughs> I, I backed somebody else. But now I'm backing them again. <laughs> but if you told me right now which teams that I, that I, I had to pick, to get into that top four, and I know this is fluid, and I seem to change my opinion every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'll take the Wolves' chances over yeah. Man United to get yeah. there. I'll take Arsenal that many mm-hmm. points back. I mean, again, they're just four points back of where Man United is right now, and even though they're in ninth place, and Man United is in fifth. Yeah, but I'll take the way Arsenal's playing. I, I believe in the consistency with Arsenal. I believe in the consistency with Wolves. And so, if mm-hmm. you said who are those that Man City does not win their appeal and they are out of the Champions League next year. I think we're looking at uh, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, Leicester City, and either Arsenal or Wolves. I think is the other team that I would take there. You think? Yeah, I'm. I'm still going Sheffield United. Okay. Um, I haven't wavered off them uh, because of the set team that they've got. The way they're fluent, they just they trust each other. They know their system. I know they drew the last game that they had, but. Um, yeah, they're on a roll and I still I can't see them I can see them going all the way so Sheffield United and I bobbed in and out with Wolves and I've got Wolves back in there now so because for the same reasons uh, as Sheffield United because they're such a stable team and they all trust each other they know what they're doing they've got back up on the bench even though he you know he, he generally starts with the same lineup or give or take one or two players but the guys who come off the bench can slot right in as well I'm going Sheffield United Wolves point number five the Athletic wrote a piece this weekend about what it's like to manage Real Madrid it begs the question, which is tougher, managing player personalities 
or tactical acumen for a manager? Which matters more when you talk about managing, in your opinion, at the elite level? I think at that level, it's man management. Yeah, I, I really do. I think it's 80, 80%, probably 90% of man, manage, man management. Once you get to that level, coaches are there because they can coach. Players are there because they can play. So you should be able to ask them to do anything, really. They should be, you know, they should be um, flexible in what they do and how they, if they're all on board with a manager, and, and that comes down to the man management. So if a manager comes in and just gets off on the wrong foot with his players, it doesn't matter what he's going to ask him to do. If they don't like him, he's not going to, they're not going to perform. Man management is absolutely, absolutely crucial. It's a big skill. They keep talking about older coaches being out of touch now and uh, behind the times with, with, with new soccer. Well, there's only, there's only so many ways you can pass a move and only so many ways you can kick a ball. But they didn't say Alex, Alex Ferguson or Sir Alex Ferguson was out of touch when he got it into his 60s, 70s. You know, he kept doing it because he was an unbelievable man manager and he got, he got players to play for him. Has it always been this difficult to manage top players, to get guys to play to their potential? Because I'll just go through a few who haven't played, right? This is just this season alone. Delhi, Indomale, Christian Eriksen, really the last year and a half, Hogba at Man United, Arsenal's trio up front that at times have just decided I'm, I'm not going to play to my potential. Mm. And they, they and they haven't for large stretches of the season. Mm-hmm. Has this always been the case that in soccer, there just are elite talents that will just decide, no, mm. I'm just going to go out there and just, you know, mosey around there, out there for 90 minutes? No, in fact, you never used to hear of this. It's, it, it has changed. It's not always been this way. And the, I know it's, it seems a, a distant memory to a lot of people or it, it, people weren't around in the 70s, 80s. Players weren't earning the money that they're earning now. If they weren't in the team, they weren't they weren't earning money. The contracts that they're on, the players are on now, and the money they're earning is unbelievable. It's a, it's just a completely different world. So if if they if they're not playing for a season because they don't like the manager or they can't get along with the manager, they know they'll get another multi. First of all, they're on thousands of thousands a week anyway. Yeah. They'll get another multi million um, trade somewhere else, and they'll they they go again. So they don't need the they don't need the money. Forwards used to be on on goal bonuses that they may still be now, but I mean it's it's pittance to what they're earning anyway, just for just for showing up. Uh, and forwards needed those goal bonuses when players used to retire and they used to go and run a pub somewhere or you know I get a, get another career. Now they've just got so much money that it's not crucial to them that they that they're not playing. Has it been bad for the game that we have situations like what we had a couple of weeks ago where the big drama around the Premier League was? Pogba's agent says, hey, maybe we want to go play for Juventus. You're still under contract for another year. Yeah. But, but maybe we'll just force our way out of uh, out to Juventus because we don't like the way that it's going right now and, uh, at Man yeah. United. Yeah, I think it has. And I think I hear that it's a similar in um, in other sports, you know, when people Player talk empowerment's about, a bigger thing. Now, uh, forcing your way out of year when you have a year left on a contract is not something that normally happens. Right, but, right. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's the, the prima donna syndrome. And I, I do think it's bad. And I think people, it turns people off players and teams and the and it can turn them off the game i know some people who can't be doing with it and uh i know alex ferguson he didn't want to he didn't want to deal with this agent that's that that's causing yeah. all the problems so that he got rid of pogba and the, it, it, they got rid of him once yeah and then someone in the wisdom brought him back so, <laughs> so alex ferguson's alex ferguson's going what are you thinking told you so Point number six, U.S. Women's National Team has filed for $67 million in damages and back pay from the U.S. Soccer Federation. I'll ask you this, Chris. Should the women and the men be paid the same? Here's a quick note. FIFA pays out more than four times the amount to the U.S. Soccer Federation for men versus women's World Cup revenue, but the women's team did bring in more revenue during the last World Cup cycles, and each of these teams collectively bargains through their players' union for their own deal. 
So should U.S. Soccer Federation have to pay back pay to the women's national team? And should the women's team earn the same as the men's team in this market, in your opinion? Well, here's the thing. I don't think they should earn the same, but I think they should earn the same percentage from the from the Soccer Federation, from the U.S. Soccer Federation. Yeah. And I, I don't know if back pay is doable because they they brokered their deal at the time. Yeah, so you collectively it, bargained your own deal, right? Yeah. If, you do, if you're bad at that, that's not right, the U.S. Soccer Federation's fault, right? Right, exactly. So, but from, from going onwards, I think the men should have a percentage and the women should have the same percentage and whatever, whoever brings in, if you bring in more than the other one, then good, you're going to earn more. And I, I, so I don't think, I, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter whether it's the men's game or the women's game, it's, which, it, it's whoever brings the most money in. And if you bring in more money in, then you deserve to get more of a piece of the pie. That, that's, that would be a good way to do it, was to do it by percentages. The way that it's done now is the women's team was offered a similar deal to the men, but not quite as much, where the men's team makes so much per match. And they can make so much in bonus versus so much in loss mm-hmm. in bonus, depending on if they win the World Cup qualifiers and things like that. The women's team, instead of taking that type of system, said we want an, we want a fixed salary of $100,000 and then bonuses on top of that. I do think that moving forward, as the U.S. Soccer Federation is a nonprofit, and as a nonprofit, I do think there's an obligation to pay men and women the same, if that's the case moving forward with the exception of the World Cup bonuses. I think a percentage of the bonus is the right way to go about this. Um, for for those of you that don't know, the World Cup winner during the last cycle made more on the men's side than the entire pool of World Cup money for the women's side. $38 Man. million versus $32 million. Man. So it's it's six times more money than in World Cup money for men's soccer versus women's soccer. There's just not quite the popularity there. So I, I think that in looking at this, it would be the best way to do it would be a percentage like you said, Mm-hmm. I can't understand the idea of back pay. I can't. No, you, you, no. you negotiated this deal. You collectively bargained this deal. Exactly. And the claim is that, well, the, the U.S. Soccer Federation told us that they're not going to pay us as much as the men no matter what. Well, then you hold out and you make them come back to the right. table and give you what you want. And you, you become yeah. a stronger, more fierce negotiator. Yeah. And and the, the soccer world's fluid as well. So circumstances now might be different to what they were when they, when they brokered the deal and negotiated the deal. And, and they will be in the future. But so, yeah, uh, they need to look at it, the women, absolutely, because they are, I mean, they, they are a fantastic team. They are dominating women's soccer. Having said that, if no one was w- watching women's soccer and there was no revenue coming in, then it'd be hard to justify them earning the same as the men. Yeah. You know, if the money's not there, you can't just, you know, you, know, you can't just guarantee it. You can't just share it equally. Yeah. So like, uh, similarly, if, 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 if the men weren't generating any revenue, women were then the men don't make well, as much as the women. And if in the next World Cup cycle, the men make it to the knockout stage and earn three times what the women do making it to the final, you can't say, well, the men should make the same if they've earned three times the revenue, right? I mean, the, right. Right, what the best way to do would be exactly. to go by a percentage. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And then you, you, there's no complaint. There is no complaint after the fact. Mm-hmm. We'll come back on the other side. Tactics tutorial time on the starting 11, 99-1, the sports animal. This is Tyler Ivins. You've heard about my success with Dr. Terry Bragg. John is a patient of Bragg Weight Loss and Wellness powered by Nutramos. John, tell us a little bit about your weight loss and your wellness journey. I was impressed. Dr. Bragg took my whole history, took my medications, came back with this is what you need to do, the supplements. First week, I lost like 13 pounds. Second week was almost 14. Total weight loss now is 56 pounds. I've passed my goal of what I wanted to lose. I'm off of high blood pressure medicine. I'm down a couple of other medicines that I've been taking for many years. I feel great, extremely happy. 
Had to buy a new wardrobe, so which is okay. Losing the weight's definitely changed my life. It's been a good program, and I'm still losing. Pretty excited. For more information, go to BraggWeightLossAndWellness.com and start living your most healthy life. Guys, I'm only going to say erectile dysfunction once. You may think the days of having an active, fulfilling love life are over, but that's because you haven't caught the wave yet. Regardless of your age or medical history, Wave Tech Medical can get you back in the game. No surgery, no needles, and no constantly taking pills and crossing your fingers. Wave Tech Medical uses proven advanced acoustic wave technology to restore sexual vitality. Wave Tech Medical's U.S. patented medical technology has delivered unprecedented results by regenerating blood vessels and erectile tissue with short in-office sessions, drug-free, surgery-free, and needle-free. Call and set up a consultation today at 865-761-4401 or visit wavetechmedical.com. That's wavetechmedical.com. This revolutionary proven and patented treatment is simple and effective and there are no painful side effects or risk involved. And Wave Tech Medical is conveniently located in Bearden at the Meridian Trust Building. Hey guys, it's time for you to catch the wave. Wavetechmedical.com. You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you the sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avon. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 2525 when applying. Avant.com code 2525. That's Avant.com code 2525. The British Invasion continues with Chris Carroll and Will West on the Starting Eleven. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Ninety-nine one, the Sports Animal. This is the Starting Eleven. Will West and Chris Carroll here with you. Benchmark Physical Therapy makes it happen and allows us to come on every single Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. You can always podcast the show, 991thesportsanimal.com, as soon as we are done. We're at point number 7, Chris, and now it's your time to shine. Tactics tutorial, one tactic, just something to help the soccer fan out there become a little more learned as we watch our match week this week. All right. Well, the next few weeks, I'm going to go over um, individual players, the positions and the qualities needed for players to play in those positions uh, at a good level. Now, I want to start with the, the full-backs, the outside full-backs. And, and traditionally, there's a left full-back, right full-back. Now, back in the day, that was the unglamorous position. And those players, they'd wear the number two on the shirt, number three on the shirt, and they'd kind of sit, there'd be a line of four, 
across the back. They'd be the two outside guys, and they just sit at home. They might they wouldn't go very far further past the uh, halfway line, and they'd have to tackle. They'd be good tacklers. They'd be decent distributors of the ball, so they'd be able to pass, and they'd be fairly quick. They'd have to have a bit of pace about them, but they wouldn't have to be lightning lightning quick. So, but that's changed. That's changed now. Now it's a it's a a way more sexy position. They've gone from defenders, really, to attackers. So they're, they're another piece of the attacking puzzle. Now you've got to have lots of pace. If you want to be a fullback, you've got to be a, a sprinter, pretty much. You've got, to be, you've, got to be, you've got to be able to dribble, and you've got to be able to cross the ball because you're getting wide outside. You get it, you end it, you're ending up on the attacking line, and you're ending up on the byline and putting balls across. So they're now... Um, what a winger used to do as a forward, they're now acting as fullbacks, midfield players, and forwards. They've got to be up and down that line, so they've, they've got to have loads of stamina as well because they've got to repeat that. So they're doing, they're, they're pretty much doing shuttle runs all game. Well, look at Saka right now with Arsenal, right? He he, they're in cup because they don't want to play a Yang. They have Saka at the wing, right? And instead, yep. during uh, Premier League games, Saka plays left back yep. and gets up and gets wide up the field. And Obama Yang can hang out in front of the net, wait for the cross from Saka, and Saka's the guy that's playing wide outside. That's a classic example. Yeah, it happened last weekend when he um, he put the ball across, and uh, who put who put the ball in? It was uh, well, it Ketia. Ketia. Yeah, 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 Ketia. And he he went from full but left full back. Saka off he went. Unbelievable cross. It was a great goal, actually. Good finish too. But that that is the role these days. Point number eight, five teams fighting to stay out of the final two relegation spots. We've speculated a lot about the Champions League spots, but which teams right now would you project to be relegated at the end of the season? Am I presuming too early that Norwich is just probably not getting out of relegation territory? Can I start there? Yeah, hey, it just, it just, They're playing well, but it just seems like there's just not a lot of hope there. The, no, no. And, and when they played Wolves last weekend, until up until Wolves scored, they were the better team. They were playing some great stuff. They had two really good chances. Wolves could have been behind. They'd done nothing. And then they break away, score a goal. And it looked like, I hadn't seen it in Norwich before, but it just looked like the stuffing was knocked out of them. And they got no fight left. And we didn't see them again. And Wolves ended up winning 3-0. And, it, and I thought that was quite significant, you know, quite indicative of, of perhaps their mood. Um, so they've still got a fighting chance, but it, it's not looking great for them now, no. Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, West Ham, Watford, all between 24 and 28 points right wow, now yeah. with West Ham and Watford sitting there in those relegation spots. It, when it's all said and done, which three teams do you think, not to put the jinx on anybody, but which three <laughs> teams do you think ends, uh, end up in those relegation spots? I think the next one after Norwich is West Ham. I don't, the, the, although they put up a fight. They did put up a fight against a, Liverpool, didn't they? They really did, yeah, and, and they were unlucky. But, um, well, no couple of ricks by the goalkeeper and lost missed a couple of chances could have been different yeah three points what a difference it it makes and then this could all change in two weeks time this it could really all, could this yeah. could all look different but if you if i if you pin me down now now i'm talking norwich west ham poor and then the third one to go down bournemouth yeah bournemouth I, I, they've got they don't seem to have villa have got jack Grealish to 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 drag them Drag him into survival. <laughs> Kicking and screaming yeah. out of relegation, yeah. yeah. That's right, but I don't see it with Bournemouth. Yeah, and, I, and if well, they can survive the next month, Villa, you're going to get guys back, right? So that, that's yeah. something I think that you you start getting some players back in April. Yeah. If you're, and Pepe Rene has been fantastic for Villa so far he has. since he's been there, and you're right, Grealish is just single-handedly trying to throw the team on his uh, shoulders offensively. 
Yeah, and when I say Bournemouth, Bournemouth are capable of winning their game or two. It's who can put the most games together and go on a, a mini run, if you like. And I think Villa have that potential more than Bournemouth. So, I mean, it might just be who wins one more game than the other one. So Watford, you're not concerned as much with what the Watford ends up in those final three? No, my, I mean, my concern with it. Watford is just it's a team... All your most of your you have two guys that are attacking and you're not getting a ton on a day of day of Lefeu. Um, Dini's doing everything that he can. Mm-hmm. Can't seem to hit penalties, but other than that, he's he's been a solid player. Yeah. I don't like Decore kind of being the attacking midfield player there. That's just not his game, right? Is to be an attacking player, and so it just doesn't seem like they have enough in, in that attacking portion of the field. With those, I don't think De La Feu is playing well on the. He's used mm-hmm. to being in front of net. He's not used to being over on the wing. Mm-hmm. They don't have the fullback that can get wide, so that De La Feu can play in front of net. And so I, I don't know how those puzzle pieces all match up to a picture that gets Watford out of relegation territory. Even though I like mm-hmm. the individual pieces that they have, yeah. I even like some of the depth that Watford has right now. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing with Watford. Here's what I'm pinning my hopes on for with Watford, and I, I, I'm gonna. I've not got a dog in the fight in this yeah. one, so it doesn't really matter to me. But I'd like to see Watford escape. I think they've got some fight in them, and I think they've they've got a little. They've had a little mini wobble. They had a bounce when with the new manager. They did, yeah. And, and so it's there. They're, it's, they're capable of it, and I think they've had a little mini wobble. And I think they're going to go again. Hopefully, I think, and they've got the players with the fight and a bit of steel to get them out of trouble. I, I think that it's. It's going to be the three we're looking at right now, probably. Yeah. I think it's West Ham. I don't know. I just, I agree with you that Watford yeah. could, and I like the pieces there. Yeah, man, they're not responding. You know, mm. it it just seems like right now, and it could just be a wobble. Yeah. Um, but right now, I'll take them versus Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Every time I write them off, they just you know reel off a you know, I don't yeah. know like, like five six points over the course of three weeks, and I'm like, well, there you go. There's I know. Bournemouth, yeah, right? they've got it in them, haven't they? Yeah. They're, they're capable of uh, a big result. Brighton as well as a team that right when I think that well, Brighton is done for. This is like here it, they've been so close to relegation territory and have whistled yeah. past the graveyard, and then they they, <laughs> they pull out a nice performance and end up having a nice second half, and they're, mm. they're able to get it done. So. That's something that, that so every time I write off Brighton, it seems like Brighton ends yep. up pulling a win out of the hat somehow, some way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it does. It changes. It it does change every every week or two. All uh, right, target man. Point number nine. One player you're targeting to have a big match week this weekend. All right, now you're not going to like this one, mate. But I'm going with. Um, I've been a bit self indulgent here. I've gone with Diogo Jota. <laughs> He's, He's on fire. He is, so yes. He's got, we've got to keep this run going. And, I, <laughs> and, and you know who they're playing Wolves at the weekend. Wolves against Tottenham this weekend. Yeah. So. Objectively, we'll break that down coming up next. So, so uh, there's not much feeling in this room about that game. But um, so hopefully, yeah, he, he'll have a, he'll continue his run, have a big game. I actually went with Diego Jada as well. If you oh, said, yeah, I really did. And so did, did you not? For well, me, very magnanimous of you, though. Yeah, no, it? it was. Uh, two <laughs> goals against Norwich that they set up a Jimenez for his uh, goal that he had there to make it 3 0. Right. Hadn't scored, though, since December 8th. Um, Jimenez mm. has scored six goals in his last 10 matches, but I think Jada could be the difference maker there between a win against Tottenham. This is what the, I think it just feels like they figured it out, right? Like a little bit the Wolves have. How many times have we watched Wolves during that stretch where they just over, what they. They they drew seven of nine matches. Yeah, only lost one, but only won one in that time. Right. But they had chances in front of net and just didn't put it away. Right now, it seems like they're they're putting those chances away, and I and I think the Wolves could be a team that's very scary for that last Champions League spot. Yeah, well, uh, we talked a week ago or two weeks ago about the difference between the teams who are who are on a roll and not on a roll, and we 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 said that it was they got two or three forwards who are firing. Yeah. 
and teams relying on one, that was the problem. And then when that one guy's not firing, then they're really in trouble. Well, that's been Wolves lately. They've been relying on Jimenez and he hasn't been scoring and that's been that. Now they've got two that are scoring. Jimenez is, is chipping in again and, uh, and Jota's backfiring now. So it makes such a difference when you've got two guys up there who are, who are confident and capable of, and not just capable of scoring, but scoring. Yeah, getting it done. That's Chris Caroline, Will West, final segment, starting 11, coming up next, 99.1, The Sports Animal. When special guests call in to 99.1, The Sports Animal, you hear them on the Stanley Fencing and Gates Hotline, stanleyfence.com. Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville, Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. The company is called Everseal. Everseal. <laughs> I love this company. This company is really strong, really smart when it comes to cleaning and sealing wood and concrete. Here's their magic. First of all, it'll be a deep, deep clean. Deepest clean ever. Wood, concrete, they'll bring it back to life. But then the company's name tells you their story. Ever Seal. Ever Seal. Their sealant actually penetrates the pores of the wood and the concrete, so it's sealed all the way through, top to bottom. So you won't have to seal it ever. Right? Ever Seal. You should call them 844 844- Ever USA. 844 spell ever USA or go to ever seal.com. Hoops fans, Titus and Tate are back. You knew that our entire goal was to sell out at one point. This was always the plan, so you, you should be happy for us. Mark Titus and Tate Frazier are two basketball diehards talking NBA, NCAA, and all things sports. Do you want to watch Ford versus Ferrari or do you want to watch the 2008 Utah UCLA basketball game? Listen and subscribe to Titus and Tate free wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network, where the conversation starts. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-461-2525. That's 800-461-2525. 800-461-2525. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. 
Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Excuse me, Captain. This is your wake-up call from the new track phone wireless. Uh, what's that now? What if you had to fly this plane while sitting back in the cabin? I wouldn't have any control. Well, that's what it's like going with some wireless companies. But track phone wireless gives you control. Hmm. Get unlimited talk and text on America's best 4G LTE network starting at $20 a month, no contract. Plus, unlimited carryover data with active service. That's cool, but how'd you get in my cockpit? This is your wake-up call, people. The new TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. From the pitch to the transfer window, we cover it all on the Starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Final segment starting 11.99.1, the sports animal. Will West, Chris Carroll here with you. CarrollSportsAcademies.com. Chris, tell the listeners a little bit about your academy that you have. Yeah, we um, we coach. We give an alternative to, to the club scene. So we offer professional um, coaching to to children from the age of three and youths. Uh, right, we do private skills as well up into whatever age they whatever age they want to be. So we um, we pride ourselves in the level of coaching that we give and prepare those kids for competitive if that's what they want to do. If not, if it doesn't suit families, then uh, then then great. You know, we're we're an alternative to them, and they'll get a quality product. And we work on the um, the, the character of the child as well. Um, that's very very important to us. So uh, we we like to we like to give a um, we like to offer a, a great environment for children to come and families to come, and a positive environment for kids to play. All right, and if they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that? It's carolsportsacademies.com. Go to the website, carolsportsacademies.com. We are at point number 10 right now. Final look back at, at the match week last week. Give us one big winner, Chris, one big loser from this past match week. All right, my big winner last week was Arsenal. I think because of the injection it's given them to their, to their um, season. It must have given them confidence. They, they held on well. Uh, they came back, went ahead, and then they, they held on well. So they passed a few tests there, a few questions asked of them. Uh, and so I think that will give them the confidence the world of good. And like we said earlier on, they're they're in the mix now and in the shakeup for the Champions League places. If they can keep if they can keep the role going, yeah. For me, I went with Arsenal as well as the winner. And back in the top four conversation, three goals with just four shots on target. And Pickford's not been great. Don't get me wrong this mm-hmm. season, but man, three goals and fourteen shots on target. They were outshot seventeen to nine, mm-hmm. but they made the most of those chances. They got them stopped. An Everton team that hadn't lost since the beginning of December. And they were able to end their run. That was kind of a hot mm-hmm. team versus hot team matchup. Yeah. And Arsenal was able to come out on top. Five goals scored in that one. And I just think for Arsenal, you're right. It is just an injection. It's a shot in the arm. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they're looking at the saying, we're four points back at Man United for presumably that final Champions League spot with Man City's uh, suspension. Yeah. Not bad at all if you're Arsenal with the way that this season started out. Arteta's just completely turned that thing around. And some portion mm-hmm. of it is playing those young players, like we talked about last week. Playing yeah. young players being willing to send a message to star players regardless of what it costs or what they're making per week that we're going to play our best 11 out there. And if you want to get on the on the field, then you're going to have to play at a high level. And Arsenal's players have responded. Yeah, and their work rate was really good. When they lost the ball up top, then they were pressing high, they were pressing fast. They looked like they wanted to be there, and they looked, they looked very confident. If loser for the week. Villa. Yeah, for their performance. Apparently, the, the manager, Dean Smith, he really ripped into him. I mean, he said publicly he was embarrassed. And um, and, and he's, uh, they're in the, um, oh, what was the League Cup final? What is it now? Carabao Cup yeah, final. Yeah, Carabao Cup. And uh, against Manchester City's coming up. And he said some of the players have played themselves out of that game. Wow. So, yeah, so he, he, it, it, 
Yeah, it must have been really bad. And uh, just at the time, they don't need that. And maybe a few players had their mind on that final, you know. They wanted to save themselves. Looking ahead just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they might not be playing in it now. So, yeah, they didn't need that. They played great the week before Villa did. They were looking so good. And, and now they've taken a, a big step back after that uh, after that game last weekend. I go I go with Tottenham as the big loser for the weekend. And that match against Chelsea, it looks like they've quit on their second manager this season. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and now with Tottenham this year, since Mourinho's taken over, one match looks great. The next man looks like they figured it out. Yeah. 23 shots on, you know what I mean, on goal. Mm-hmm. The next match is oh, four. And, and so you just don't know what you get week in, week out. But it does right now kind of look like they quit on their second match. And the manager after the game sounds like he's quit on this team as well. And maybe he's just sending a message. Maybe he's trying to make sure that he gets the blame as some people on ESPN FC have speculated Mm -hmm. that Mourinho's just trying to make sure that the blame is on him, not on his players. None of this from an optic standpoint looks good after a match like that where you just got beaten all over the field. No, I've got to say they didn't, they didn't look confident going forward. It didn't look like they were going forward in numbers and, and they knew they were new, they didn't look fluent. They didn't look like they knew what they were doing. Really, the odd time one of the players would have a little go on his own, and he looked like he was on his own as well. And then, but not confident, not confidently at all. And it's not looking good. Hopefully, well, let's hopefully, hopefully it um, takes them another game or two to get over this. <laughs> <laughs> to get over the tough spell right now. Yeah. There's just one point out of a Champions League spot right now, but it seems like they're miles away even though they're just one point behind United for that fifth spot right now. I mean, they seem like they are miles away from being able to to make a Champions League spot. And maybe, again, that's just an overreaction to a single game, and maybe Mourinho's just playing games through the media yet again. Mm. But this yeah. looks like a team that has real legitimate problems, and it looks like a manager that's quit on his team and a team that's quit on the manager. Hard to tell. You know... They could play fantastic at the they, weekend they could. And, and then put they, a great, a great right. performance no, they, they could be attacking. They could be pressing high. They could have 23 shots yeah. against the Wolves yeah. and and win that one 2-1 or 2-0 or, or something like that. Yeah, But I could also see them with seven shots on target and they get beat 2 nothing. And then afterward, Mourinho's talking about how we need to go buy players. You're right. It can't, you can see this going either way and you could, you could see it going easily as badly as, as, as you can uh, 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 well. Point number 11, match week thoughts. Give us your match of the week this week. I've gone Spurs Wolves. Okay, just because of this fourth, you know, this Champions League place that's up for grabs. Yeah, and 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 they're the two cl- they're the two clubs that are closest to that. Uh, they're sixth and eighth. What is it? A point between them? Yeah, just one point between them. So it's a huge game for for both for both teams. I went with Liverpool against Watford, and the reason why is the uh-huh. record, right? Just just if you if right. you go, I mean, it's not even that. I mean, aren't they? And they have it. They they won twenty seven to twenty nine, but they're at eighteen straight wins, and right. nineteen straight would be the record for this Liverpool team. Mm-hmm. That's not the most compelling matchup. It's the one that's on in the midday, and it gets to be on NBC this this week. But it, it is the biggest match to me because that record is on the line. From this a weekend. historical point, of yeah, view, just yeah. Just, histor- just historic to be able to say this is where I was. I remember where I was when this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those moments. I think that maybe the, the more modern American soccer fan who hasn't been a fan as long doesn't have as many of these memories. Right. So to be able to have that memory and make that memory and say, I, "Here's where this is where I was when Liverpool did this," I think that is uh, that's something that I think a lot of American fans will kind of try to. Uh, uh, tr- maybe gravitate to a little bit on uh, Saturday afternoon. Well, they'll say, this is where I was when Watford sa- <laughs> saved their true. season. How about Watford? <laughs> if Watford can do this, and let's not act like it's it's unreasonable, West Ham was just right there with Liverpool, yeah. right? You can see Watford parking the bus and, yep. uh, and snatching one, you know? I mean, stranger things have happened. Upset but, of the week this week, who do you have? 
because they're capable of a, the, a great result every now and then, I got Bournemouth beats in Chelsea. Okay. Um, it's it's unlikely. Bournemouth are at home, so they've got a fighting chance. And Chelsea are so unpredictable. Bournemouth can play good flowing soccer, and they've got forwards who can score. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Bournemouth beating Chelsea, yeah. Bournemouth's a team that just will surprise you. And, and you're right. Every time I think, well, Chelsea's figured this out. Chelsea takes a loss that they shouldn't take. Mm-hmm. Every time, I'm, time I, I bury Bournemouth and I start trying to throw dirt on them, they're able to get a win against a, a team like Chelsea. Yeah, that, and they got done last game by VAR, Bournemouth did. They actually scored. They had that the scenario happened, and we've all been saying it's going to happen. When they didn't stop the play, they waited till the ball went out of play to, 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 oh, to call it back. Oh, man. Bournemouth score. And then they check VAR way down the other end. They give a penalty to the other team. Oh my god! On, on a dubious handball, so it's no goal to Bournemouth. And they, I forget who it was now, that, and they scored a penalty. And they're a goal down just to just to compound the issue. My Wolves Tottenham. That's my upset of the week. Right, Wolves have scored seven goals the last two matches. Tottenham can't play the style that Jose wants them to play it, and he's interjecting his style. And um and and they don't play that style until they fall behind, right? Mm. Against Villa when they finally did play that style. This is what this team does, and if you if you if you roll roll Geo out there, and you roll Ndamale out there, and you roll uh, Delhi out there, mm. and Mora, and you let them press high, and you let them be attacking, and yes, you're going to be susceptible on the back end, and but Loris is is a is a nice goalkeeper. Yeah, it they can win matches that way. It can happen. Mourinho doesn't want them to play that way, and it seems like this is another one of those matches where two or three in a row that they. That they kind of just, uh, he interjects his style and says, we're going to play and defend from the back. And they just can't defend from the back. They can't. It's strange, isn't it? If you're coaching that team, you go, guys, go out. Go yeah. out and go and go for it. You're, you've, you've all got the ability. You've got unbelievable attacking skills. Go for it. And it, and if you've just benched Ali, surely he's going to play him on Saturday. Yeah, you and let him so. go. And Ali, if, if Ali's got anything about him. So I, I'm a little worried as a Wolves fan because I can see him bouncing back from that Chelsea performance. I, I think style, style yeah. of play will dictate that to me. And I, and I don't yeah. trust Mourinho with the style of play because I think he's trying to build something mm. and for the future. And mm. he's done the thing that he was hired to do for this year, which is stop the bleeding with po- from Pochettino's time. Mm-hmm. And he stopped the bleeding and they stopped taking on water. And now let's let, let's set up this, the this, uh, system that I want. Let's defend from the back. We'll let our fullbacks get upfield. And, and that's how we'll try to score. And I, ju- I just don't think it's going to work because I've not seen it work yet, necessarily. The Man-, the Man City win is the only one that they've had that I can point to to say the way that Mourinho wants to do it, that's what it should look like, and that's mm. the way it's going to work. Mm. Man, parking the bus, though, you, mm. you'd better be surgical with those three shots you right. get on goal, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. I think that might be suicidal against Wolves. The way Wolves are <laughs> yes. playing at the moment, and I'm not just saying that as a Wolves fan, but yeah. they do have unbelievable attacking players. And if, if, I don't know if is going to play, but uh, he didn't start the last game or two, but but uh, and uh, it's got the makings of a fantastic game. If Tottenham go for it, it'll be a great game. The the um, reverse fixture at, at the Molyneux at Wolves was was a good game. Best I've seen Wolves play for uh, perhaps all season. And Tottenham ended up nicking it two one, scoring in the ninety fourth minute, I believe. So um, yeah, it's got a it, it great potential. If Spurs go for it, I hope they do, and and I hope it's a good game. Well, okay, but we're for those who are new to the show you're a wolves fan you are from wolverhampton right, right? yeah i am a tottenham fan and we're both picking wolves to win this right yes yeah, yeah, yeah well, I, I am yeah I, I, because wolves have seemed to have been a, a rich vein of form in the well last couple of games so they, they're they're firing so hopefully hopefully from my point of view anyway yeah yeah, I, I would yeah. agree with you. I think the Wolves get this win as well. Yeah, and, I, and I hope that I uh, poor mouth my team enough that maybe they've got a little yeah. good luck and I jinx your team. You hope Nothing you're personal. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's well. Chris Carroll. I'm Will West. This is the starting 11, 99-1, the sports animal.
Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Harriman, Farragut, Kodak, and North Shore Drive. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from $184,000 to $600,000. They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. You may think the days of having an active, fulfilling love life are over, but that's because you haven't caught the wave yet. Regardless of your age or medical history, Wave Tech Medical can put an end to your erectile dysfunction and get you back in the game. No surgery, no needles, and no constantly taking pills and crossing your fingers. Wave Tech Medical uses proven, advanced acoustic wave technology to restore sexual vitality. Wave Tech Medical's U.S. patented medical technology has delivered unprecedented results by generating blood vessels, and erectile tissue with short in-office sessions. Drug-free, surgery-free, and needle-free. Call and set up a consultation today at 865-761-4401 or visit wavetechmedical.com. That's wavetechmedical.com. This revolutionary, proven, and patented treatment is simple and effective, and there are no painful side effects or risks involved. And WaveTech Medical is conveniently located in Bearden at the Meridian Trust Building. Hey, guys. It's time for you to catch the wave. WaveTechMedical.com. And this corner is Bob the Beast of Bargrass, using Dayquil Severe to face off against his cold. Bob's cold was coming at him from all sides. Head, oh. chest, right nostril, left nostril. Oh, Dayquil Severe. What a game changer. He's out of his bed sheets, wrecking his spreadsheets, body slamming his sales reports. With Dayquil Severe, Bob's cold is out cold. Dayquil Severe, the daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, sore throat, power through your day. Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Oh, God. 